From COK Studios in Paula Poundstone's pantry, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Mata Magolas. On today's show, we'll consider the Academy Awards ceremony, which takes place this Sunday. We'll also consider some riveting weeding material with Lynn Wuffle in our book look segment. And we'll consider what I should do with all my American Express points. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Petflix, the new streaming video service just for animals. Now showing new seasons of Dog House of Cards, The Real House Cats of Orange County, Law and Order Special Kittens Unit, and Bones. And the Bjork Foundation, helping to make a better and weirder world by putting mittens on trees, inviting happiness in for soup and crackers, and rejecting magma energy. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Mata Magolas. Welcome to COK's very first Oscar special. We're going to be covering all of the exciting action in the lead-up to Hollywood's biggest night. Ellen DeGeneres will host the show this Sunday, and it proves to be exciting, with all the glitz and glamour we've come to expect from the movie industry's biggest stars. There are a lot of worthy films this year, Marta, from American Hustle to 12 Years a Slave, as well as some outstanding performances from the likes of Kate Blanchett, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Meryl Streep. Let's go now to our popular teenage girl, Melissa Wenolds, who is in Los Angeles. Melissa? Thanks, Marta. I'm here in L.A. where everyone is preparing for Oscar night. Have you spoken to any of the nominees? No, but yesterday I did sit down for an interview with top celebrity stylist Peter Grigio, who's getting lots of the stars ready for the Oscars. So, Peter, what can we expect to see on Oscar night? You'll see it all, Melissa. Sequins, lace, deep plunges, turtlenecks, sleeves, minis, maxis, tuxedo shirts as aprons, culottes, body stockings, tutus, sock puppets, scrunchies, diamond-studded tie pins, wallet chains, designer fanny packs, hoodies, gaucho pants, Chinese finger traps, denim knee pads, the whole nine yards. Wow. So it's safe to say that there's going to be some fabulous and interesting looks this year. Did I stutter? No. So who did you style for this year's Oscars? The question should be, who didn't I style? My client list is the who's who of A-listers. Bradley Cooper, June Squibb, Mickey Rooney, Martin Scorsese, George Clooney's mom, all of the Spielberg kids, Weird Al, Bruce Dern's estranged sister, Judy Dench, Brian Grazier's hair, and all of the animated short directors, and Rita Wilson. That list is cray-cray. Right? I'm also doing Jared Leto's man bun. But that's all. He gets all his tuxedos off the rack. Whatever. Gross. Sorry, girl, I've got to go. Clooney's mom needs help getting into a Spanx. Kisses! There you have it. I think it's going to be a wicked night for fashion at this year's Oscars. Back to you, Marta and Connor. I'm really excited to see all those great fashions on the wed carpet. Me too. We'll now turn from fashion to the films themselves, specifically the films in the documentary category. After all, it wouldn't be public radio if we didn't take time to discuss some documentary films. Joining us now in the studio is documentary filmmaker Neil Thernadier 
director of the acclaimed films The Tenacious Papercut and short-lived The Last Days of Gary Coleman. Welcome back to Consider Our Knowledge. Happy to be here. There are a lot of great films nominated this year, so let's just dive right in. Which of the five nominees stands out to you? First, let me say that the raw power of the five nominees has left me feeling absolutely dumbstruck. There was such a wealth of provocative documentaries this year. It's really a shame that only five made the cut. Ah, that's two. I hope that people will be able to see these fine films, because we documentarians often toil in such a wretched backwater of the film industry where our work is often unseen. It's a thankless job for many of us making art that tells the truth, as opposed to all of these cloyingly sweet films that keep scads of viewers in a veritable fantasy land. I see. Walk us through which of these five films you think will win. Let's see. I was most impressed with a Danish documentary that focused on two sisters and their struggle to keep their bond despite great hardship. The profile of these two women was very moving. I, for one, shed quite a few tears throughout. Wheelie, can you tell us a little bit more about the movie? Uh, Film. Yes, One of the sisters is afflicted, and the other is unaware of her illness until it causes problems for both of them. I feel like I truly went through their struggle with them as I watched the film, because the way it was shot maximized the raw emotions of these two amazing women. The songs also helped to bring the feelings home as well. Songs? Oh, yes. The music was outstanding. Both of the sisters are incredible vocalists. I think that was one of the things that drew me to this film, because very few documentaries feature this kind of vocal performance. Even their little friend Olaf broke out into singing. Olaf, uh, I hate to say this, but I think the film you're referring to isn't a documentary. It's the animated Disney musical Frozen. I am. I have to be honest, Marta. I haven't seen any of the documentaries this year. I'm sorry that I tried to fool you. But I only watch my own documentary films. Other documentarians just aren't as good as I am, and consequently I have no time for any of their other non-fiction films. Well, uh, thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. My work is making documentary films, so when I go to the movies, I seek out the exact opposite for entertainment. Uh, The Croods was pretty good, too. That was Neil Thernadier, documentary filmmaker and animated movie fan. For more coverage of the 86th Academy Awards, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com. We're going to switch gears now and go from movies to books. COK's book expert, Lynn Ruffle, joins me now for Book Look. Hi there, Lynn. Nice to be back, Connor. There are a lot of good books out right now, so what are you recommending? My first pick is The Invention of Wings by Sue Monk Kidd. This novel traces more than three decades in the lives of a wealthy Charleston debutante who longs to break free from the strictures of her household and pursue a more meaningful life, and the urban slave, Handful, who is placed in her charge as a child before finding courage and a sense of self. 
Wow, that sounds like an emotional book. Yes. Now, the title, The Invention of Wings, is obviously a metaphor, which is something I didn't realize until almost halfway through the book. I was looking forward to reading about how Paul McCartney formed his band, Wings, and when it became clear that that wasn't what the book was about, I stopped reading. Here's a tip for all the authors out there. Don't false advertise your titles. That's a good tip for all young writers. What else? Hmm. One more thing, Stories and Other Stories by B.J. Novak. I knew what I was getting into here, so that was a big plus. This book is a debut collection by the popular star and writer from the television series The Office. It includes a hilarious story in which a boy's lucrative sweepstakes win brings more harm than good to his family. I liked it, but I could have done with more stories about Jim and Pam. And where was Dwight? I don't know, Lynn. Hmm. Maybe he'll make things right in his next book. My final book pick is The Martian by Andy Weir. Stranded on Mars by a dust storm that compromised his spacesuit and forced his crew to leave him behind, astronaut Mark Watney struggles to survive in spite of minimal supplies and harsh environmental challenges. This book was a real page-turner because he wanted to see how Mark, the main character, was going to survive. It was like Castaway meets Apollo 13, but without the volleyball. Sounds good. It is. Tom Hanks better be getting ready to play Mark in the film version of The Martian because it's the part he was born to play. I can see that. Andy Weir is supposedly already working on another novel about a gay lawyer who gets AIDS and fights a volcano while being attacked by Somali pirates. Well, I can't wait for your review of that one. Thanks so much for coming by, Lynn. You're very welcome. That's all for this edition of Consider Our Knowledge. We would like to take a moment to dedicate this episode of our show to the one and only Harold Ramis, the actor, director, and writer who passed away earlier this week at the age of 69. Egon, you will be greatly missed. If you want more Consider Our Knowledge, please go to our website, considerourknowledge.com. Check out our Twitter handle, at considerourknow, K-N-O-W. You can also subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. My final book pick 